Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks, picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an Battle takes the inbounds and buries a three from the right wing. Battle coming off the pick, knocks down the tray. Hogs are up 12 to 5. That looked like an NBA shot. His chest was away from the basket, squared up. Incredible shot. Debo on the other end feeds Brazil left wing. Trevin's going to try a three and he knocks it down. Big basket. Second three for Brazil. 52-46. Hogs with a basketball. Up by six. Ellis into the front court. Going to drive all the way to the rim, and he made another one. What an acrobatic shot by L. Ellis. He's got 11 points. They can't stop him. Nope. Mark with a rebound. Ten seconds to go, and they'll dribble it out. Hogs are going to dribble it out. Old Dominion's not going to foul. It's been an entertaining ball game. It has been an entertaining game at Bud Walton Arena tonight. Jeff Jones and his old Dominion team came to play. They gave Arkansas pretty good rumble tonight, 86-77. to 77. Our final score. Got to get a lot better defending the three. Got to get a lot better defensive rebounding. Um, for sure, I mean, those are areas that we have got to improve on. Um, we need more people rebounding the ball than just Kai Mitchell. Got time because he writes every note. All right, an Arkansas victory and plenty to work on for Eric Musselman's bunch. Thank you for being with us today on a lovely Tuesday. We'll be back in the studio. Westmore, Justin Akery, and the Wizard. Hogs knock off Old Dominion, but not by as significant a margin as the experts would have thought. 86 77, and Arkansas out rebounded. Mm hmm. 39-35, that's disappointing. Uh, anyway, but they do win the game, so that's good. And I do like this about Razorback basketball. One thing you can't say about Razorback football is that when they win, they still are taking some hard lessons. Uh, Arkansas, it seems like they have to lose before they start <laughs> making significant changes. Anyway, um, totally different situations, certainly. But anyway, good for them, and they stay perfect on the season. And Old Dominion gave them a good challenge yesterday. Yeah, I thought it was... Telling that Old Dominion played really well, uh, shot the ball very well. At one point in the second half, I think they were 8 of 11 from the three-point line. At that time, they were shooting 50% from the three-point line. It just seemed like everything they were uh, throwing up was going in. And Arkansas just kept, you know, battling with them and making some shots and keeping that, you know, four, six-point lead. And they, they, they ran into a hot team, and it could have yeah. been a lot worse. You sure. know, it could have been one of those nights, and you're like, golly, how did they lose to ODU at home? Um, but this team was good enough to overcome a hot shooting night from the other team. And, yeah, you got to improve your three-point defense, uh, defense in particular. Um, but ODU and Arkansas did not turn the ball over last night. I think it was four turnovers for it the was. entire game. But yeah. ODU, I mean, they have ten. They had ten. Yeah. 
Uh, so ODU played well, mm-hmm. and Arkansas just played a little bit better and, and was able to escape with the win. How about maximizing your points off of them? 18 points off 10 turnovers? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a great ratio. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they only gave up five points off turnovers. Arkansas outscored them in the paint, 44-32. Second chance points in advance for ODU. Could have been worse, 16-15. 21-9, fast break point advantage. To Old Dominion. Yeah, they got out and started running, and that was one of the things that Coach Musselman said. Uh, this was actually after his the game on Friday night. He's like, we've got to get back in transition. They love to run, and they'll they'll push it and try to get some easy baskets, and they did, and, and Arkansas didn't do a very good job on the scouting report. Who was the best player last night? Best player, L. Ellis. L. Ellis, yeah. Yeah. There was a, a time in the second half, they, the offense was running through him, and he was delivering every single time with a layup or an assist for a layup. And I think he hit a three during that time also. Uh, he, he looked good. I mean, we've seen now. We In football, we talk about running backs, UCA, three-headed monster. They, they have offensively, it seems like, a three-headed monster with those three transfers that came in with Mark and Ellis and Khalif Battle. They, those three guys have each showed it some point this season early on that they're capable of carrying the load. LLS after the game. Man, it's been an amazing experience. Um, I love to be here, man, playing in front of this, playing in this arena every night, man. Uh, that's what I wanted for my last my last year in college, and um, this couldn't be any better. We have to get a stop. I mean, they were roping threes all night. Um, we got to do a better job of that. They were using their ball screen covers uh, really well. We got to be better in that area as well, but we down the stretch, like, we really needed to get a stop. Why I know. Playing Dick, I midnight just, runners in the background. Christian, I was thinking the same thing. That's all I could hear was, why are they cranking up? Come on, Eileen, at the end of the game. Uh, next up for Arkansas is UNC Greensboro. And I think Greensboro's playing, could be wrong, could be a different UNC team. I think they're playing Vanderbilt tonight, maybe, or tomorrow. Anyway. I've never heard the phrase roping threes. Yeah, me either. That's what I took out of either. that. Guess who's not hip? You? Me. Well, Christian, I would have thought had heard of that. No. Roping threes. Yeah. Well, they were doing whatever they, they are wanted. They playing Vandy tonight, by the way. Okay, good. And Central Arkansas has Vandy Friday night, right? They sure do. Going over to the uh, Memorial Gym, first time ever. Nice. Yeah, I've never been there. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Very odd. It is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was talking to Coach Boone. He did not have a lot of good memories there from his Ole Miss playing days. We were talking about that. And then uh, last night's game, uh, I got to give a tip of the cap to UAPB. Rashad Williams was phenomenal. He has been a great score for them all year at UAPB. They won at UCA by two points last night. A fantastic college basketball game they had over 2500 i think on oh. a monday night it was a great crowd great atmosphere and a ton of fun i mean it was just absolutely fantastic what do you think of the uapb team i think they're awesome i think they're gonna win a ton of games in the swack but it's not what you would expect like for solomon bozeman being a joe golding disciple and you know steve shields i think defense mm-hmm. and i went up and gave him a hard time before the game i was like dude you guys are going crazy offensively i said i thought you i thought you like to win like 65 to 50 he said oh no we get up and down they got some dudes. I like them a lot. But I'm excited about uh, Central Arkansas, too. Got to see Javion Guy King make his college debut last night, and he's going to be a good one. Now, he ended up on SportsCenter for the wrong reason because he slipped when he was trying to defi- defend the last shot. But he also did a good job of giving his teammate a great opportunity to win the game yeah. with a three at the end by uh, forcing it down, made a nice move, and, and got uh, got the, the kid in the corner for a wide-open three. And Sofield missed it, and then they got another shot. Uh, Tucker Anderson had a rebound. But it was just a great atmosphere. And, uh, they got a little – there was some weird little exchange at the end. It got a little – and there was some bad blood there. Anyway, it could be a budding rivalry, but I love seeing the in-state hoops. And, of course, they already played uh, A-State in an exhibition game. Mm-hmm. And they're going to play Little Rock in uh, Conway later this year. So I think it's going to be – if you like Division One basketball, this is going to be a good year to follow it all over the state. Did I see UAPB's records now 3-1? and one? They yeah they played they played like champion Christian Southwest and Christian. yeah they're not they played so it was two small yeah the yeah. other wins yeah. okay I yeah. knew there was one of those but I, I thought maybe they yeah they scored a hundred and plus points in both games okay. and again they I won't take points against their first match they played Missouri they had two kids go for thirty mm-hmm. yeah. no they 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 can score on anybody they're good and they shoot the hell out of it hmm. yeah they're really good shooting the basketball so now I think all the D one teams in the state are going to be yeah. pretty darn good to deal with so and of course you know UCA still playing without their best players so. Anyway, it was fun. Uh, but for Arkansas, yeah, obviously they uh, get ready for Friday night. Last night in the NFL, I don't know if you guys caught any of the game. I got a chance to watch most of the fourth quarter. Dear Lord, oh, my gosh. I am so dumb sometimes. And the dumbest thing I said all year was, oh, this is the year Buffalo returns to form. This is the year Buffalo gets a stranglehold back on the AFC East. Boy, do I look dumb. Buffalo, after losing last night in just the most ridiculous fashion, 
is tied with the Raiders at a 5-5 five and five record. It is incredible how bad they have been. And it's number one thing, number two thing, number three thing. They can turn the ball over. Mm. Josh Allen. Take care of the ball, dude. It's unreal. Um, you cannot do that. And then they just peed it away down their leg. Twelve dudes on the field. Got a missed field goal from Will Lutz. And he gets another crack at it five yards closer. And guess what? He made it. Weird. Crazy. 41-yard try for the win. Lutz. He missed it. But the flag is down. And we'll count them up. Uh, We're going to cover up the people. I don't even know where we're at. (laughs) I don't know. They said there's 12. 12. You got it. There's the 12 There's 12. Back there in the back, Terrell Bernard. So there were 12 men out there. There's nothing guaranteed. Good snap. Good hold. Kick. Perfect. And the Broncos have come to Buffalo. And they're going to lead with a win. 24-22 24-22 to get to 4-5. and five. Well, I wasn't very excited about the game, but it turned out to be a really good one, at least if you're a Denver Broncos fan. And now they're, what, 4-5, and five, I think? They're close to relevant again, almost, in the picture here. So, I don't know, maybe they're figuring it out. The Buffalo Bills are going to have to go to Miami and win in Week 17 to make the playoffs. That's your prediction? Yeah. Okay. They're 5-5. Five and five. Listen to this schedule. All right. So they get the Jets next week. Okay. At Philadelphia. Okay. At Kansas City. Oh, my gosh. Dallas at home. At Chargers. Do we need to talk about them not making the playoffs? Yes. That's what I just said. We need to be considering Now, this. the next to last game's against New England at home. At Miami. That's a terrible schedule. It is very difficult. They're not going to the playoffs. Their head coach is going to get fired if they don't make the playoffs. They, 100% he will. Absolutely 100% he will. Uh, per usual, the best part of Monday nights, the Manning cast. And here is their reaction to the gaffe by Buffalo at the end. Again, you get a gift. You get a gift from an NFL kicker missing well within any NFL kicker's range. And uh, it was a windy night, admittedly. But then you blow it with 12 dudes on the field. Put nine guys on the field, you stupid idiots. Okay. Play. Okay, uh, All right, we're lined up. Ready? Snap, kick, missed it. Oh, he missed it! <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh man, Wait, there's a flag. What? What's the flag? What? Wait, there's a flag in this? the end zone. I don't know who it is. 12 men on zone. defense. 12 men on defense. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This game's awesome. You gotta be kidding me. He's on there with him. Got to be who's they got 12 guys. That's not good. Tough deal. Also, they had Patrick Mahomes on last night, I guess, talking about uh, one of the drives for the Broncos that led them down the field. Do you think the Broncos are going to score, and how, how are they going to score? Run, pass, who are they throwing to? What do you like? They're going to run it twice, and then a, a hard play action on third and short that's going to get a touchdown. Love this. Wow. Love that thinking. Yeah. It was a run last time. It was a run last time. Yeah. Good run. Run. Good run. Wow. That was the second, was the second run. one. There's the second run. I'm pretty sure they hit that against oh. us, but uh, yeah. it's alright. Yeah. Oh, oh, the double, double spin. spin. Throw it up. Throw it up. He's in. Uh, He's in. He's in. Oh, he dragged that's it. That's a touchdown. Oh, that's a touchdown. Wow. The runner completed the pass. Touchdown. Touchdown. There we go. Look at Mahomes. Get him up there. Yeah, I don't recall anybody else predicting run-run-pass combos. Perfect. Right above Kimmel and Dez. Oh. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Good work, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, speaking of the Mahomes, this is hilarious. This could not have made me happier today, and I'm such a terrible person for this. They're filing for divorce? No. That's what I was guessing. Next best thing. Uh, old Brittany Mahomes tweets are coming back to haunt her in relation to Taylor Swift. Oh. Uh, decade old. And again, no one should be held to these tweets from a decade ago it's not like she said something racist but still uh she was 17 years old she tweeted this to taylor i want to know when you're going to find something different to write about besides boys and relationships (laughs) and then she tweets at her 
uh, or she tweeted out, Taylor Swift winning everything with angry face emojis. Oh, boy. <laughs> Old tweets come back to burn. Yuck. That's too bad. Um, here is the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, and yeah, as you guys said, they uh, they don't make the playoffs. He's done. I'm not sure he's going to make it anyway, but dear Lord, this is just this is inexcusable. They have way too much talent to be 5-5. Five five and five. John, that's got to be Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we practiced two or three times that this week. The substitution from from dime to field goal block, uh, and at the end of the day, uh, we didn't execute it. So it's inexcusable. It is inexcusable. It really is. For them to have that much talent, and, and what is the issue with them? Why, no, but why? Yeah, why are they? Is it just Josh Allen just being irresponsible with the ball, forcing things? Mostly. I don't think their defense is amazing, but it should be better than what it is. Yeah, you know, but and also that was they get put in bad positions because Josh because Allen turns of the ball. turnovers. That's the worst thing I've seen really from a team, and that really just shows that you're not coached very well. I mean, that's the worst thing I've seen since I don't know. Pictures of a Razorback watching Polar Express at halftime of a game got out on social media. Oh, wait, that was this weekend? Mm-hmm. I cannot believe in year three, year three? Four. Four for Sam Pittman. Even worse. That he's having to address guys looking at videos or movies during halftime of ball games. But this is where we are. So he was asked about it yesterday. For those who haven't seen it, yeah, there was a picture. Somebody got, took a picture. Somebody shared it with one of their friends, and their friend showed it, with, shared it or maybe it's a relative. Uh, that's the kind of thing that gets you fired. It's not good. No. It, 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 not that. It, it adds to the clown yeah. show. Yeah. It adds, after that kind of game, these are the kinds of ancillary things that make people feel like you don't have control. And I'm not even saying that's fair. Like, I don't know what you're doing over there. If you're in a separate locker room, how the hell do I know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm over here getting the team ready for the second half. Kind of. I know this might be a frustrating question for you, but there was a video, you know, shared on social media yeah. about players watching a movie during halftime. I'm wondering, you know, what were your thoughts on the video? Did you see it? And kind of what were your thoughts on you know, kind of the reaction from people when they well, saw it? Well, it was a show. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen Polar Express, but so I don't really know my thoughts on the movie. But, uh, you know, in our locker room, I want to reward our kids by letting them run through the A if they practice well. And so we don't have enough lockers in our main locker to um, house all the kids. So some of them have to go in a separate locker. And it's separate and a separate door to the locker. And uh, and so... um, uh, young man, I've already addressed it with him. He made a mistake. Uh, that's why we don't, you know, you don't want uh, cameras in a locker room for several reasons, you know, because of the showering, you're this, that, and the other. But it's hard because the music's on it as well. You know what I'm saying? So that's a team rule. You can't have your, uh, but there also is a team rule. You don't post anything, you know, after Friday night, you know, after we, we leave on Friday. And uh, so the young man made a mistake. Uh, sent it to a friend, friend sent it to his brother, brother put it out on what have you, and uh, I've already addressed it, and, and uh, I think we're fine there, but it was just a, a mistake that a young man made, and I wish he wouldn't have, but uh, he came in, he was sorry for it, he was uh, very remorseful for it, and so we're going to move on. I'm a little slow on the uptake, so my bad. What Sam Pittman just said is, this is a kid that doesn't even play for us. I let him run through the A because he practiced. Mm-hmm. And then the stupid idiot did this. Yeah. So, okay, you know what? Fine. I'm not worried about what the kids that aren't playing are doing during halftime. And also, I didn't know they played music in the locker room during halftime. Is that weird to you? Not really. I think it's strange. Okay. What, are you supposed to sit there and just reflect? Well, you're usually with your position coach or your coordinator, and you're well, you working play, on... You can play music and still do that, though, can't you? You can. I just don't know if that's standard practice. I've never heard of that. Yeah. <clears throat> the way I picture it is they come in, the music's playing, then, you know, they're sitting there, then when the coach comes, music off. Why would the music talk. be playing when they walk in the locker room? Or maybe it's, they turn it on after the coach gets through talking. And then, you know, to get them fired get up high... before they go back out there. I, don't know. I guess. I can live with that. Yeah, this is a separate room. Uh, probably walk-ons, uh, red shirt guys, yeah. practice guys. That they they can't fit in the main locker room, so they got their own normal? little room. Yeah, yeah, because you know they're in the 
Razorback Stadium locker room, and it's small. And so it's enough for 85 guys, but like he said, they like to dress 110, 115, so there's not room for everybody, so they stick them over here. Used to in the old days, that was the freshman locker room. Okay, Everybody is, else was in, you know, the seniors and juniors were in the main locker room. The freshmen were in this other locker room. I guess they've changed it up, and that's the scout team, the walk-ons, are in that locker room. Well, I take back what I said then. That's that's a bad deal, though, for Sam Pittman because he doesn't need that crap right now with all he's going on that's going on right now. And then you get some kid over here that does something stupid, and it's like, dude, I got enough stuff to deal with. I don't need you doing this yeah. crap. You're not even playing, and I did you a favor and let you run through the A, and you're going to do this to me? Exactly. I it's mean, a reward. You're getting rewarded for a chance to suit up and yeah. run through the A. Yeah. Well, you know what he'd be doing? He'd be suiting up and running through the bleachers and puking. And then he would be able to come back to practice. I mean, you can't burn your coach like that. That's just ridiculous. All right, Stan hung up. You're welcome. Bretton Stuttgart, he hung up. Wow, what a great day. 1026. Let's take a break. I'm going to leave you guys to it for a little bit, you know? I think I'm going to take a break. You should. Yeah. You deserve it. Clint Conkle beer. Go gargle. Yeah, I'm going to. This is a huge improvement from it yesterday. Is. That's amazing. It is. And I'm screaming at a basketball game. I'm like, maybe this game won't be super close and it'll be a cruise. No, it was a <laughs> hell of a ball game, and I'm screaming all the way to the end. Anyway, maybe I should quit yelling. Uh, Guani Chevrolet, you know what? You're going to yell when you see how good the deals are out there. Oh, yeah. They've been consistently at the top when it comes to new Chevy sales in their zone, surpassing dealers from all over the state and all the way to Mississippi. And that success, at least they're better in Mississippi at one thing, and that success in new car sales has resulted in an overstock of trade-in vehicles. Since these cars have got to go before the end of the year, Guadney's hosting a used car liquidation sale. Usually you don't get a liquidation sale unless somebody's going out of business. That is definitely not the case here. So, um, Guadney's partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest discounts of the year. So, offerings like used tracks as low as $299 a month, used sparks as low as $299 a month, used rogues under $200 a month as low as $174 a month. Yes, all at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. Go see our friends over there. Incredible deals. I won't say unbelievable, Rick Schaefer, but they're darn near. So, go see them at Guatney Chevrolet today. It's the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. You'd be happy you did and start saving, folks. They are moving, moving, moving these pre-owned vehicles. Clint Conk coming up after the break. Thanks to Farm Brothers Flying Service. Hit us up, 661-1037. Our Asher Record live fan feedback's open through the Listen Live button. And, of course, Southern Structural Solutions text line, 501-661-1037. Join the guys Wednesday when Morning Mayhem broadcasts live, kicking off deer season at Fort Thompson in Sherwood. Morning Mayhem live from Fort Thompson Wednesday on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. Arkansas Razorbacks men's basketball improved to 3-0 last night with an 86-77 win over the Old Dominion Monarchs. It was L. Ellis who led the way for the Razorbacks. He had 17 points and 8 assists on 7 of 11 shooting. Devo Davis chipped in 16 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists as well. Caleb Battle scores 13 off the bench. Makai Mitchell has a double-double 15 and 10 in 29 minutes of action. Up next for Arkansas, another East Coast team on Friday at 7 o'clock on ESPN Plus as UNC Greensboro comes to Fayetteville to take on the Razorbacks. Also in college hoops, Arkansas Pine Bluff beats UCA to get to 3-1 thanks to 28 points from Rashad Williams who hit a game winner with 11 seconds left to go. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. The best way to show up for tailgate season is with Mark McClarty Ford. Come see one of the largest selections of the best tailgating vehicles stadium parking lots have ever seen. And right now, take a whopping $12,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. That's $12,000 off. All with a five-star legendary car buying experience. Come visit Mark McClarty Ford today. Off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Better prices, even better customer service. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy.
It's Lazy Boy's Black Friday Sale. Enjoy after-Christmas relaxation with huge before-Christmas savings. Doorbuster Special saving you as much as 50% off on select final markdowns. At these prices, everyone will have a comfy spot to enjoy all those leftovers. Plus, no interest financing for 60 months. Buy now, relax later with Lazy Boy's biggest sale of the year. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the lazy! Is your beard the envy of men everywhere? Prove it. Arkansas Urology and 103.7 The Buzz want to celebrate your locks and honor No Shave November and celebrate men's health with the Beard Bracket Challenge presented by Arvest Bank. Visit ArkansasUrology.com to submit your bearded photo from now until November the 26th for a chance to win a flat screen TV. We'll post all the beard photos on Facebook and whichever photo gets the most likes will win. Submit yours today at ArkansasUrology.com. You're back in the zone with Justin Ankry and Westmore, Central Arkansas's only midday sports talk show. People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, shiny toy with a price, you know that I bought it. Killing me so out the window, always waiting for you to be waiting below. Devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes, what doesn't kill me makes me want you more. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, here he is. Glad he's here. Coach Cock. Man, we got a lot to get to, so let's just dive right in. Well, wait, well first, are we doing a um, are we doing a movie review on Polar Express? Yeah, what do you think about it? <laughs> That's a good movie, but I'm not sure oh. it's uh, Would you watch it at halftime? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. The dynamics just look bad. And bad let, let me say this. If they'd have won, it would have been blown off. It would have been funny, yeah. You wouldn't even probably, no one would have said anything, or it would have come out right away. This was the red shirt. This was in a separate locker room with a bunch of walk-ons. It doesn't matter. But because they lost the way they lost, the way the season's going, it gets blown really honestly out of proportion. Out of proportion, yeah, because that's the non-scholarship locker room. Those guys are just glad to be there, but obviously it's a bad look. And then, again, like you said, if if they win the football game, then, you know, Hey, Coach, what do you think about uh, Old Polar Express? Good movie? You know, and he'd have, well, I don't know, and, you know, that kind of deal. But mm. bad optic and uh, just a just a bad day. Just a bad day for Arkansas. But they obviously didn't show up, in my opinion, yeah. because uh, the way the defense played. The defense has played well for most of the season. It was something that you could hang your hat on and know you're going to be in the game close enough that if the offense finally starts mm-hmm. clicking, you've got a chance. But the defense didn't show. Special teams didn't show. They got whipped in all three phases. Coaching though, on top of that too. Well, the first two things that hit me: the game was over in the first five, six minutes. It was twenty-one nothing. Yeah. I mean, before some people probably got in their seats. Uh, secondly, Hugh Freeze is a really good football coach, a veteran offensive football coach that can dissect, um, you know, a lot of defenses. And uh, he obviously did a very good job and prepared. Um, and, and they jumped on him, and then. You know, then Arkansas gets the turnover, and you're thinking, okay, here's maybe a chance, and they kick a field goal, and it's deja vu of Mississippi State all over again. But uninspired, we're not physically or mentally prepared uh, for whatever reason. Um, obviously, that falls on the on, on the on the coach's shoulders, you know, to to do that. And like you said, they kind of had their Super Bowl last week, and I'm not sure what they expected, but uh, you know, Auburn typically, even with a first year coach, after letting a coach, I mean. 
they've got good football players that are very physical football players, and uh, and now they got them a really really good football coach. That I, I mean, I think he's one of the better ones in the SEC, and it showed on Saturday. And they're getting better. If you yes. watch, and I watched a couple of games at the yes. beginning of the season, and I haven't watched many in the middle of the season, and then what I saw. They're a different team. They're a better team. They've improved, and that's like you said. He's a good coach, and he's well, coaching took, them up. Well, it, yeah, and it, uh, that's correct. And it, it took him a little bit of time to figure out the quarterback situation, but I think he's now. I'm not sure he's really completely happy with that position yeah. moving forward in the future. But for this team, he finally decided to hang his hat on one guy who played pretty well, and the other guy's kind of a change. Ashford, I guess, kind of a change of pace quarterback, but uh, really good football coach. Um, and, uh, like I said, just look like a very uninspired, unprepared football team. Okay, um, we'll get off of them here, but i, I got to ask about the offensive line because it's frustrating for a lot of people, including myself, and I'm watching, and it's the same thing week after week. They're running some stunts, some twists. Yeah. Uh, the linebackers are blitzing, and, and people are just coming free, and I, I can't understand. It's the same thing we've been seeing week after week after week. Is it that hard to to coach that, to teach that, to for guys to learn what what's going on? To teach it and to learn it, it's uh, not an issue because they rep it. The problem is they're just pretty average. I mean, they're they're good kids and they play hard, and but they're they you know whether it be they get their feet in the wrong place or their hands in the wrong place or they turn their shoulders too much on the twist and then you know you get a soft shoulder with the guy looping and or the penetrator's not cut off and and you got two guys on the penetrator and they cut the looper free or. I know the back went wrong one time and, 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 and let the let the second-level blitzer come in. So um, just not very well prepared. Um, and, 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 again, the offensive line, they play hard. I'm sure they're great kids. They're just not playing as SEC level right now. They were embarrassed last week. I, I hope they were embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Coach Pittman said yesterday that he expects them to play well next week against FIU because they were embarrassed. Do you see that? Excuse me. Do you see that from a team? Do you expect to see them, after being embarrassed, to come out and play better? I, I don't know, Wes. I mean, this 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 football team in this season has all of us kind of bumfuddled a little bit. Um, obviously, I think they'll win the game. They have better players. I mean, it would take a monumental meltdown for them. I think they're what a thirty-one. Uh, last I saw, it was 29 and a yeah, half. It went I don't down. Think... It started yesterday at 31. Yeah, I mean, I think Arkansas is going to win the football game, but what does that look like? How inspired are the players? You know, what kind of crowd actually shows up on senior day, middle of deer hunting, you know, modern mm-hmm. gun season again? Um, 6.30, it's cold. Yeah, it'll be a little bit cooler. So, I mean, they win the football game. Here, here's the thing I'm looking at, though, because everybody's talking about job security and this, that, and the other. You know, three years ago, what, they win nine games? and Is that correct? Yeah. And everybody yeah. felt pretty good? Year two. Last year, seven and six. More than likely this year, you're looking at four and eight because, I mean, I don't see them beating Missouri. I mean, I don't. I think Missouri's one of the mm-hmm. – Missouri may end up being a New Year's 16 uh, bowl game. So you're looking at 11 and 14 the last, you know, couple of years trending the wrong direction. Man, when sentiment changes and culture's not right, and and boy, I tell you, when that when that train gets to rolling, it's tough. And so, the players feel that, the coaches feel that. Coach Pittman's putting on a good front, though. Wants to be here, you know, so forth and so on. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, it's just been a it's been a rough year for the Razorbacks, and uh, they haven't met expectations. And then what makes it worse? They fired Jimbo Fisher on Sunday after a 41-point win, and then they fire Arnett 10 games into his tenure. 10 games, Mm -hmm. which I don't agree with, by the way, but anyway. And both of their athletic directors get up there and talk about the standard of their football program, the leadership that's expected, result-oriented type things, and you're going, okay, we're 11-14 and the last two years, more than likely, you know. And so Coach Pittman's a good man. I'm kind of like Joe Klein. I heard Joe yesterday. Joe, I'm tag on to you here. He talked about he doesn't want to see it blown up because when you blow it up, you're starting all over again, you know. And boy, you just hate to see that. But he deserves so much credit though for the stability he provided and has provided um, since the Morris era. Uh, but boy, it's just it's just a tough time right now to be a Razorback fan. It's a good time, <clears throat> excuse me, for the Red Wolves. Uh, they yeah. lost last week, yeah. but they got. 
They got a big one Saturday at home, and and I just got an email. Uh, Senior Day, Heroes Day, Fan Appreciation Day. They're giving a bobblehead away of of Demario Davis. They're trying to pack this place to to get that sixth win and become bowl eligible against Texas State. They need a big crowd. They need a big crowd to support this team because I think Butch Davis has done a good job turning this thing around in year three when there was so much question mark. Settled on a quarterback early. We talked about Coach Freeze doing that. He settled even earlier on a freshman quarterback. That guy has, you know, produced. Lost a competitive game, 21-14, on the road last week to South Alabama. But they've got um, – who they got this week? Texas West? State. they got Texas State, your alma mater, mm-hmm. uh, coming in, who's already bowl eligible. Um, really good football team. Um, but this is, the, this is the Red Wolves' probably best shot they got Marshall on the road next week, which is playing a little bit better, but going on the road is always tough. But at home, big senior day, big day, need a big crowd for them to get that sixth win, and then you know they'll be bowl eligible. UCA Bears pulled one out of the hat. Coach, wow. I was there, and I thought they had the game won, and then they, uh, they, they just couldn't put it away. They Twice they had an opportunity with the ball, put it away, put the game away, and uh, they, they punt, and you know, look, they pinned them deep, and to give – yeah. Eastern Kentucky credit, they drove 97 yards. In a minute and and no timeouts. Is that right? Maybe they had one. I'm not sure they had any timeouts I think, left. I can't remember, Coach. They either had one or none. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. That, no, that, I think they had none. I don't think they had any. Yeah. I don't think they had I any. I think they so, used it on that third down play. So, I was traveling back from Texas Saturday, so I was listening to Justin. He absolutely lost his mind. But we got to see the greatest fourth quarter comeback in the history of the school's program. And then we got to see maybe the greatest last play of a game. I've won games in that stadium where we kicked a field goal to win the game and walk off. I've also lost in that fashion, too. But, the you know, Hail Mary from 48 yards out or whatever, right-handed quarterback rolling, rolling to left. his left with two big dudes breathing on him hard. Um, the uh, miracle, miracle on Bruce Street, whatever you want to call it. But... Uh, uh, you know, there's a little clock situation there, and, and I'm not sure how that uh, little home cooking there. But at the end of the day, um, it's a win for the Bears, great win. You know, that football team is showing the competitive grit of their head coach. I had the pleasure of coaching Nathan, and, of course, he was on my staff for several years. But um, the four years that he played for me, you always felt, no matter what the score was, that, that you were in the game. And that's what he has passed down to his football team, and uh, they showed amazing grit. Now they're playing for a championship on Saturday up at uh, Austin P against a, a really good team, but this is a team that they boat raced last year in Conway. Um, I'm sure they'll be all geared up uh, up in Clarksville, uh, Tennessee, uh, but uh, but I like the Bears, man. Uh, just uh, the karma, the momentum, you know, all those things. Now, they do have to put to bed, you know, mm-hmm. sports centers top ten and you know, the, the euphoria of that, and I'm sure the coaching staff is working really hard. They've got a pretty mature football team, but uh, everything's on the line. If they win, they win the championship or share of it anyway, uh, and the automatic bid to the Division One FCS playoffs. If they lose, they're probably staying home mm. because they do qualify with the six Division One wins, but they have a seventh win, which is a non-D1 and there are a bunch of teams out there that have seven Division One or more wins that are going to be probably ahead of them for at-large berths. So it, it's it's winning it's winning. You're in and you get a ring, uh, lose and uh, you're hoping. Y- y- yeah, you're uh, slim. You know, I, I've been there. I, I've been there with a seven-win team and only six D1 wins, which is the minimum qualification. But when you've got other teams like North Dakota and South Dakota and Youngstown and some of these guys are going to have seven D1 wins. It's going to be hard for them to get in, but they know that going in. So, I would be worried about a, a, a an emotional letdown after that game if it was any other uh, situation than what they have here. I mean, it's all in front of them to, for a conference championship on the line. Yep. That, that should have their uh, attention really quick. Correct me, correct me here, or maybe you know. The, the amazing comeback against Southeast Missouri. You called that game. No, I was I was okay. gone for that one. The next week they play Tarleton and lost. Well, have to look that up. Yeah, that, you know. So there, there's your emotion. If that yeah. did happen that way, there's your emotional high of scoring whatever 32 points in the fourth quarter and winning, 
and then a little bit of a letdown the next week against a good Tarleton team, but you don't expect to lose at home, and, and, and they did. So, um, But either way, you're correct. Uh, the coaches have got to do a great job of game planning and all that, but they also have to do a great job, which I'm sure they will, uh, of keeping those kids grounded uh, and, and, and focused on what's ahead. The week after beating SEMO, they, uh, they beat Stephen F. Austin. 24-21. In a close game yeah, there, and yeah. then the next week they lost. Then the next yeah. week. So, lost. you know, they kind of lived on the edge there, and they fell off, and uh, now they're back up, and, and uh, let's see if we can bring another championship. I think it would be like number 24-25 conference championships to, uh, to Conway. All right, speaking of playoffs, Harding is going to the playoffs, and they are the number one number seed, seed in their regional. That's, uh, that, that was a heck of a year for the Bisons. I called it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. I, I just think Coach Simmons, you know, and he had some key games at home, particularly Washita mm-hmm. uh, at home. Um, but uh, number one seed, uh, undefeated, uh, 11-0. and 0. Uh, to, to do anything perfect is very, very difficult. Uh, great job. Congratulations to them. Big shout-out to Henderson State. You know, they won the Battle of Ravine. They've, they've quietly had a great year. That put them at 9-2. and two. They get an at-large bid. Uh, to the NCAA Division II playoffs. They travel to Central Missouri uh, this Saturday. The winner of that game, congratulations, you get Harding at Harding. Uh, so uh, Henderson has seen them before, so if they can get past Central Missouri, uh, they get they get Harding. I do want to give a shout-out to Southern Arkansas. Uh, they finished the season 9-2 as well. So, Wes, you had an 11-0, number one seed in the country. You had a 9-2 Henderson State. That's in the D- Division II playoffs. And Washita Baptist and Southern Arkansas both had nine and two seasons. So you had four teams that won nine or more games uh, in the Great America Conference coming out of Arkansas. Pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. I want to talk a little high school football with you. Playoffs started last week, and now you got everybody playing. The teams that had to buy, they will be in action this week. Much better schedule this week than, than last week, and I, I expect some more competitive games this week than what we had last week. So we'll take a break. Bring you back. Talk a little high school football when we come back. Stick around. You're in the zone. Please go away. A girl has found another and gone away. With her went my future. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service too. 
plus 0% interest when you use your big O credit card, which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big wing and the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. She dashed by me in painted on jeans. So you've been waiting on all year. Black Friday at Big O Tires. If you need tires, new set of tires, just one tire. Swing on by Big O Tires. Up to $140. Instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper tires. Instant savings on and rebates on almost every tire they stock. You can also get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service, too. Plus, you get 0% interest when you use your Big O credit card. That'll be nice. Save a little money that way, too. Big O Tires, Conway and Cabot. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. In Conway, and they're on Harkrider. Go see our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Clint Cock hanging out with us. Another segment. We'll talk a little high school football, week two of the playoffs. And you get the number one seeds playing this week and, and the number two seeds in 7A and 6A. And that means we'll start in 7A. You got uh, number one Bryant at home against Rogers. Rogers can score, Coach. Yeah, Rogers can score the football, but again, um, you know, I expect I expect Bryant to hold serve and and uh, advance as a number one seed. Staying here in Central Arkansas, you got Conway also at home against Bentonville West. Uh, West is also one of those teams out west that puts up a lot of points defensively. It's a, a struggle. I expect another high scoring game, but I think uh, the Wampus Cats get it done. Yeah, I think that they're probably still stinging a little bit after the Bryant game. Uh, they had a week to to get over that, and then now totally focused on on the playoffs and i expect conway to advance again and uh, you know two good teams coming out of 7a central mm-hmm. no question brian conway cabot's going up to bentonville can cabot make it three 7a central teams to make it to the next round tough get there yeah i mean going to bentonville uh cabot's had a, a great year maybe exceeded some expectations but uh i look for bentonville to be in the final four and uh they're playing at home so it's tough to beat at home the final 7a game is fayetteville and the number one seed out of the west at home against Southside. Southside went on the road to jonesboro and won that game a little bit of a shock to see that but uh, congratulations to Southside. What's their new mascot now? They are the uh, come on uh, Mavericks. Mavericks. Yep. There you yep. go. Yep. <clears throat> um, but uh, I think uh, yeah, I picked Fayetteville to to win the state championship. Whole serve all the way through. You so. picked Fayetteville to win the state championship. I did. I did. And uh, um, I, I just think you know the quarterback plays so good right mm-hmm. now with Lindsey. They're playing with a ton of confidence. Everything goes through Fayetteville till they get to to Little Rock if they can advance that far. So uh, I do I do like Fayetteville this game and and, and look for them to, to make a deep run for sure. In six A we had the six A West go four and O last week. Uh, West Memphis with a, maybe the biggest surprise, losing at home to Van Buren. So Van Buren moves on and uh, they'll come to Little Rock Christian this week. So that's a rematch of a game earlier this year. So those two teams are familiar with each other. Christian rolls. I agree. Um, uh, Ma- uh, Pulaski Academy. Uh, a rough first half had a looked like they were in control through a pick six and uh, turnovers hurt them and then they finally got rolling in the second half and and put it on and, and now they move on to go to Marion this week. Yeah, and, and you know, Catholic beat Marion early and of course Catholic got eliminated last week uh, and we talked about that off air. But I tell you, you know, just just Marion's a tough place to play and they've got some athletes there. Yeah. So if PA gets off to another slow start. You know, they could be in trouble. Um, uh, I think that's a 50-50 game. I honestly do. Now, PA may blow them out because they're so offensively oriented and play well. But, um, you know, Marion, Marion's at home, and they've got some pretty good 
pretty good athletes running around there, and so uh, I think that's going to be a really good high school football game. Greenbrier knocked off Searcy. They move on to play Benton at Benton. Yeah, you know, and I like I like Benton to win the six the A championship. Uh, uh, I know that that sit well with Justin and Little Rock Christian, but uh, I think Benton rolls. And then the final game, Greenwood is at home against Mountain Home. Mountain Home came to Little Rock and beat Catholic. Yeah, that which is the the second biggest upset I think of last weekend. And uh, man, you just don't you don't you don't lose at Greenwood at home and in, in, in the playoffs for sure. So Greenwood rolls. Five uh, A Little Rock Parkview on Thursday night rolled thirty five to nothing. They'll take on Mills. Mills uh, is interesting. They're very talented and mm-hmm. honestly should have won the five A Central. But in week ten they got upset by Valonia. That made them the number two seed. So uh, Mills, I know, was thinking they should have been the conference champs in a one seed. But in the second round they get Parkview. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, I, I do expect it's going to be a competitive game because Mills does have some really good football players. But, you know, two good local teams here from Little Rock. And, uh, you know, Parkview's defending state champs. And uh, ought to be a good game, but I think Parkview prevails. Maybe the best game in 5A, Shiloh Christian, who was upset by Farmington. And Farmington, by the way, was knocked out as the number one seed last week by Camden Fairview, the four seed out of the South. The South looked strong this year, and it proved it with Camden Fairview going and beating Farmington. But Shiloh Christian, the two seed, goes to Valley View, the one seed. Long trip. There's no easy way to get from northwest Arkansas to northeast Arkansas. So, um I still think Shiloh may have a little bit too much offense, uh, but Valley View's been playing pretty pretty mm-hmm. good, and they, they they're really good on defense. And uh, again, it's a long trip, so they've got to be you know mentally focused. I think that's the best game in five A. I'm, could, I'm could, excited about that one. Lakeside Pine Bluff is going to be, be a good one too. Lakeside turned it around this year with their new head coach, Coach Rock, has done a great job at Lakeside, and they get Pine Bluff this week. Yeah, I mean, another tough place to play. And Pine Bluffs coach, how about Coach Williams? Yeah, they've done the a job, job. He's done. Yeah, they've done a great job. They've got a you know a high value receiver over there and athlete. And, yep. yep. And so, uh, and again, it's a tough place to play when you go down to Pine Bluff. Four A, some really good games. Malvern Harding Academy. I think that may be the game of the week. The game no of the week. Yeah, I mean, really, two really really good foot. What rematch of last year's? It is game State of championship. Yep, yep. Yep. So. Uh, we wonder why Harding University is so good because Harding Academy feeds a lot of them dudes every year into that into that system. Now they don't throw it all over the place; they run the the wishbone at the university level. But two really good football teams. Uh, I would love to be at that game. Uh, boy, it's uh, gonna be something for sure. Boxite's going to uh, Warren, and I, I'm intrigued by this game because you have a couple of future D1 wide receivers at Warren. You got the linebacker Wimberley safety at Boxite that's uh, already committed to the Razorbacks. I think this is a fun game. Yeah, it should be a fun game, probably high scoring game. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is Bo Emery's time of the year, and and, and I, I suspect that going to Warren is going to be very difficult to get. So I like the Warren uh, Lumberjacks. Before I get you out of here, I think there's one more game, and it's here in Central Arkansas. If you're looking somewhere to go, Nashville at CAC. Congratulations. Congratulations, Coach Howard, uh, getting them into the playoffs. Last week they had a bye, and now they get the Nashville Scrappers. Congratulations. <laughs> That's going to be a tough get at home. But, uh, uh, hey, they got to go up to Mustang Mountain. So let's see what uh, yeah. CAC can do. We rolled through about half the high school uh, playoff brackets. That was a lot of fun. Sorry we didn't yeah. get to 2A and 3A. But uh, it'll be a great Friday night, and it's just going to get better and better here on out until the state championships in December. I'm looking forward to catching the game. I may go up to, to watch CAC, one of my old players, play, uh, coach uh, there against Nashville. But, hey, I want to give a shout-out to yep. Farm Brothers before we get off. Uh, Lance Gassaway, that crew up there, uh, everybody at all the airstrips, thanks for what you do sponsoring this show. Zach Williams is coming up next. Stick around. You're in the zone. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The Keats Special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill, award-winning Mexican